0: Here we are, episode 28. We have a special guest hanging out with us today, Mr. Jim Graham of uh, the Jim G Coaching Club, live on with us this evening. How's it going today, sir? It's going well. It's going well. How hey, you guys doing? Hey. All right. All right. Thanks for taking time to be on our show today. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know how when you're on Facebook and you're scrolling for whatever reason, you know, um, uh, maybe a clip from an old show or a movie scene or something pops up or ad or something interesting pops up on your Facebook feed. So I'm just I had idle time. I'm on Facebook one day and I'm just scrolling. I'm just scrolling. And something popped up that said. Make money or own an air, uh, uh, make money from an Airbnb without owning the property. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and, and I didn't really think too much of it. it caught my attention. I, I looked into it. I mean, I tapped on it and <laughs> it, it still didn't really catch my attention. So I really didn't pay no more attention. I kept going, kept going. Got back on Facebook one time. I guess they figured out that, oh, I showed a little interest in this one time. <laughs> Let's keep showing it to them. And so it kept popping up on my timeline make money on an Airbnb without owning the property. So I just took the time and stopped and looked at the stopped and looked at you know what it was and i saw a video that mr jim graham was uh on and he basically was giving a tutorial step by step on how you can make money uh making money from an airbnb and not owning it so i'm like wait let me huh this is too good to be true so (laughs) I, i watched the video i paid attention to you know there's a some verbiage you copy and paste and put on zillow and and wait on the replies, etc. But it's a whole strategy to it. And, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get to it. So I signed up. I get the newsletters and the emails. And I'm like, this will be somebody that will be good to come on our show just to talk about that. And without further ado, Mr. Jim Graham is here. So uh, so basically, tell us how. Give us some background on yourself. Please. You know? Okay. All right. I, I appreciate that. So um,
1: former military uh Former former, you know, military, former drill sergeant, former officer in the in in the in the army. And um, so NCO then became, you know, then went to OCS, became an officer, did eleven years in military. That so that's that's some of the background. Thank I've you been for invest- your service and your sacrifice. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You're welcome. Blessing. It's a blessing. So I've been doing real estate, however, for thirty years and, um, and as, as an investor. But it wasn't like I started with real estate 30 years ago thinking, oh man, you know, you know, this is my dream, I wanna do this, like that wasn't it. Like I was, when I was in my junior year of college, um, I got a call from my mom and, you know, I'm the oldest of, of, of two other siblings. We, we grew up really, you know, broken home, single parent, um really in poverty pretty much and um and i'm now you know 300 miles away in buffalo 250 miles away in buffalo trying to do something different to break that generational cycle you know that's what i say today i I didn't really recognize all that then but you know and and then one day i get this call from my mom telling me that she's dying and so like that like that just rocked my world i mean it it really took my life and just turned it upside down because in 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 when when i i got that message i um you know i the one thing that i thought about when when i got some semblance of of my stomach back because i i just i just lost it and um was that you know, how am I gonna take care of my younger brother and sister in the event my mom passes away? Like that was it, that's what hit me. And um and you know, and and literally I don't I can't tell you if it was the same day, but I know it was somewhere in, in that vicinity where I saw this thing pop up on television and it was a Carlton Sheets infomercial back in the day. Yeah, I remember those. Yes, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and listening to it, watching it, I was like, maybe that's it for me. Maybe if I could at least, if nothing else, just get my own place. That way I could have a roof over our heads. And that way I that would be my start of being able to take care of my, my younger brother and sister in the event my my you know my 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 mom passes. And so So that was it like literally i that was it for me like that you know in college i was not a great student i mean i wasn't dumb but i you know i was i wasn't focused and and i wasn't taking things so serious at that point like i i had gotten there you know i got out of the hood i was there you know and i wasn't i wasn't really serious about life at that point i had goals and vision but i wasn't focused and um but talk about focus when I got that phone call like it it changed mm-hmm. and so what I ended up doing was literally like I ordered I didn't have any money but I found a way to order that that Carlton sheets course and mm-hmm. um and I started studying it and I was so committed to that thing as far as that vision that God had gave me at that point which was get that get that place get that roof over your head because we didn't own a house. Like I didn't know anyone that owned a house, but yet he gave me that vision that that would be it. And um and and to tell you my level of commitment, like my last my final year of college, I left. I left mm-hmm. school because I was so committed to that vision.
2: Wow. And
1: wow. and and so what I started doing, I studied the course. I studied like nothing I ever studied before. And you know and i started making offers on places back then creative real estate offers how to buy property no money down that that was his course back then how to buy how to buy property no money down i started making offers and like one after the other after the other no 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 across the board i was getting turned down across the board and so um but here's the thing for me because my why was much bigger than that, it, it 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 didn't stop me. And so after a year of getting no's, if my why wasn't so big, I would have been done. Like it was so, it was it was so, you know, I was so dejected at certain points, right, and discouraged. But I kept pushing because it was bigger than me. And finally, I got that first yes. I got the first yes i got my first place i remember that guy's name to this day his name was Ender malik he was a he was a, a an indian immigrant that came over and he was a realtor and an investor and owned properties and and he you know he met me and we talked and he saw something he saw something that was a little different and he took his chance on me and um and he and i picked up that place i was able to get our first home with with him holding a, a mortgage for me and um and we were able to go in right in the university district. And and literally within a year, year and a half from there, you know, me and my, my, my fiance at the time, who's now my wife, we went in, we did some things to it. Um I was able to refinance that place, pay Ender off like in less than two years, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and so,
2: wow. so Ender
1: Think, shout out to Ender Malik. Listen, thank you. Because I don't know where I would have been if 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 he hadn't said yes, right. But he did, and he never regretted it. And because of that, there were so many other people that were blessed later on because of it. And so let me tell you what that what I mean by that. So so um now, you know, we we you know. As when I got that first yes, there was something else that, there was another light bulb that went on in my head. And that light bulb was, you know what? It, I don't have to just use real estate as a way to just put a roof over our head. Maybe I can use real estate as a way to create financial independence, to build wealth, to break the generational cycle so that my future children and my future grandchildren and my nieces and nephews won't have to, won't have to grow up in poverty the way we would. We did. And so that they would have access to the resources and to the opportunities that we could only dream about back then. Right. And so now my mindset was maybe I can do this thing like in a different way. Maybe I can become a real estate investor. Now, when you talk about stepping out in faith, I had already stepped out in faith once and doing that and, but now it's like, wait a minute, like, who are you to be- begin to believe that you can now start building wealth and do all these things with real estate? You got, like, number one, you had no credit. Number two, you had no income. Number two, you had no experience. And you don't even know anybody that owns property, but you think you can do this? The so,
2: audacity of hope, man, and just to on.
1: be be healthily delusional. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. Thank you. <laughs> right. Because because I did, I believe. And and so um so I I, I I pursued that, and by the grace of God, I was able to accomplish all those things. Right. Awesome. And and but here's the thing, like I got off track. Like when I got that first place, we finally closed on it and, and, and I got it. Then I like to call like I bought into what they call the lie. Like I like to call it the lie because the lie is society wants us to believe. And back then they still do it today. But they back then they said, you know, the only way that you're going to be successful in real estate is you got to do it the traditional way. You gotta go out. You gotta go and, and, and um, you know, you you. When it comes to getting getting your first place, what you want to do is you want to go to the realtor, and then you want to, you know, you gotta go to the bank and beg them to borrow some money. And 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 then after you beg them to borrow money, they, you know, they, you know, you gotta go through all these hoops, jump through all these hoops, and and then come up with all this money for a down payment, wipe out your whole savings, and all this stuff. And then once you do that, if they do approve you then 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 what's going to happen is now you know you get the close, and then when you close on the property you 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 start collecting your rent but but when you collect your rent now you gotta you know you 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 can pay your mortgage right and then you got a couple hundred bucks maybe left over for you to save up and do it all again right that's what they taught then, and that's what they teach today pretty much and to me I, i say don't believe the lie because I went that direction, even though I got my first one in a non-traditional way. If I would have continued to do it the way I learned the first time, Mm -hmm. I would have been financially independent in three or four years. Wow. I went the old way. Oh, and by the way, this is what they want you to know too. In order for you to get that loan, you got to go get a job. (laughs) You got to go get a job, right? So here's the thing. So I took that route. I, I got off track and took that route. And nine years later, I acquired more properties. But when I look up, if I were to leave my job at that point, I didn't have enough cash flow to support my lifestyle from the real estate holdings that I had. Right. Mm. I would have been financing independent in three years if I would have stayed doing it the way I did it. Wow. Nine years later, I'm looking up and I still can't, I'm still not financing independent. So I said, you know what this has got to change something's going to change i mean i going through the ranks i was in banking I, I i figured you know what if i gotta if i gotta go get a job so that i can access money to get more properties i'll go to the bank that way I, if i be, if i learn banking and and finance i'll be able to control money and how to do that and that's what i did and i rose through the ranks i became a vice president eventually and and you know making six figures and all that but and i got comfortable though Right? I got comfortable, you know, you get comfortable, you're making money, you're you're doing, come am doing country cubs, playing golf, <laughs> all that stuff. I got comfortable. Yeah, but one yeah. day, one day they helped wake me up, thank God. And what they said to me was, you know what, we're going to be changing some of the bonus plans this year. And even though you guys made all this money for us and you were expecting to get this much, because we changed the bonus plan, like you're going to get, is like 50, I mean, it was significant, like 15, $20,000 less than what you were expecting. And I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So I had to jump through all these hoops and to, to let the bank understand that. No, like this is money that we already earned and it's mine. So, mm-hmm. so eventually I got it, but I said, this will never happen again because it helped me to realize they still control my destiny and my, and my income. Okay. okay so what i did was i went back to my old non-traditional methods from nine years ago i did 13 transactions that year i made over three hundred thousand dollars. i wrote my letter of resignation to the bank i said bye-bye and i never looked back mm. wow three years later forward fast three years later now i'm making over a million dollars a year in real estate doing 50, hundred transactions a year. Now I'm there. I think I'm there. Right. I'm yeah. there. So, <laughs> so here's the thing though. This is what I like to tell people too. Like my focus at that point was like, I was focused now. It's like, like I never made this kind of money before I came from nothing. Like, I, like I don't, I don't have time for anything. Like, I'm just going to focus. How long can I do this? How much can I do of it? Right. Yeah, and, of course. And, and and that was it. That was me. But, but think about this for just a second. Like today, thank God, thank the Lord that he changed my heart in that area because I wasn't really sharing information. I was I was just focused. Right. And and he changed my heart because even though I was a good provider back then. And as I mentioned, I, my wife and I have been together 35 years. Thank God he blessed me with a woman that had patience and he blessed me with a woman that knew how to pray because because. I was, I, although I was a good provider, I was a horrible husband and a horrible father. Why? Because I was never around, uh, right? I was so, you know, I was chasing it. Today, my priorities are so different. Today, my first priority <coughs> is my first ministry is my wife and my kids, right? That's number one. Number two, he's calling me to be a blessing to the church and the community in so many different ways. And that's that's my second priority to do that in the way I'm called to do. The third is, is my students. I, I one of the things I do today is I, I I teach and coach, you know, mentor students all over the world, 24 different countries my students are in, and and I'm able to share that gift that he gave me, that gift um to help them to accomplish the same thing, to have that to, to utilize the non-traditional methods. And today it's mainly the Airbnb passive income, how to earn how to how to start and grow your 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 five thousand to fifteen thousand dollar Airbnb por- passive income portfolio without owning property, right? Really? So, so I do that with my students, and 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 based on their vision, that vision that God's given them for their life, and 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 a lot of our visions are are the same. It's bigger than them. It's not just about making a bunch of money so we can sit and live right. and be fat and you know. And, and pigs right that's not it it's about really having that financial freedom so that we could take those gifts and that passion and make a real mark on the world the way God's calling us to do. Oh sure right? absolutely so that's yeah. it so so he's changed my heart and then the fourth thing is a little bit more vain we like to travel right so <laughs> but so with that like I that's but that's all you're gonna see right on my calendar are those four things like my wife and my kids my, the the ministry, my, my students, and then our travel, like that's it. And so I say all that to say this, like now, like, and, and now like my, my, my focus, my, my, um, my priorities are so much different and with Airbnb passive income, the reason why I love that is because it, it's simple. Right, and and that's one of the things you'll see if you watch any of my stuff. My motto is keep it simple, because for me, if if, if it's not simple, that means it's going to be taken take away from that I'm not going to be able to do the way I want to do, right? right? Because I'm actually out there doing all this other stuff, and I've done some. I've done I've done over seven hundred real estate transactions. I made millions of dollars, and a lot of it is is complicated stuff that most people are not really interested in right um but the beauty of airbnb is is that when you do it properly like i literally spend about 10 minutes a day on my phone just kind of monitoring some things i haven't been to one of my airbnb properties in ages i got people checking in checking out all day and it doesn't matter where i'm at in the world what i'm doing airbnb makes electronic funds transfers into my account i'll show you that in a second um electronic funds transfers into my account every day pretty much every day and um and and Again, people are checking it out and it's happening without me being the center of attention. So it does, it's doing exactly what it was designed to do, which is to support the vision and the light that God's given me for my family and for myself yeah. and the same thing for my students. And that's what I teach my students how to do.
2: So, so I have a question here. So that means you made a switch somewhere from... From or did you not? Did you just add Airbnb to your to what you're doing? So I'm curious: Are you exclusively Airbnb now, or is is your business dealings, your transactions, kind of a mixture of Airbnb and kind of traditional real estate?
1: Yeah, so I jumped. I jumped a little bit on you and didn't, didn't explain that transition part. So so what happened? Like I still own real estate. At one point, I had over 250 units in my portfolio. Today, what I do is I. Like I keep under fifty, and and really I'm I'm even winding that down because part of what I did like back in I, you guys remember 2008 2009 we had the crash the market crash oh, yeah. oh yes I know so, yeah you know huh oh, you had, I know you had to take a deep breath I I hope you don't know that that well. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I know too. I know too. And and you know what? That was it was a blessing in so many different ways for me because at that point I had 50 people working for me. We were just crunching crap. You know, we were just churning, 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 churning. And um and then we realized that, you know, I started winding, you know, I had to start you know, start whittling it down because the market really wasn't coming back. And and then eventually I ended up having to to just dissolve the company, right? Um, But I held on for a number of years, but eventually it was just like, this this ain't, it's not happening. So I had to dissolve the company. And the beauty of that was now, you know, the Lord used that as an opportunity for me to learn how to be a real father, a dad, not a father, a dad and a husband. So now, you know, now it's just about my wife and kids, and I'm doing the daddy thing. I'm taking them to, to, to school. I'm I'm involved in. The, I'm I'm there reading books at school and. And making their lunches. Like it was beautiful. It was wonderful. And then eventually, you know, I'm coaching them and, and we got basketball teams and they're traveling the country with them and other kids that don't have dads in their lives and things. And you know, all my kids eventually ended up playing college ball. My daughter won division one. My son plays played semi-pro ball. So yeah. like, that that was the dad part that really yeah. like I'm like it was a blessing in disguise in so many different ways. Right. And so 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 then I said, OK, but what am I going to do, Lord? Like, what does he want me to do? And he kept calling me to do this homeless ministry. And I did not want to do it. I was like Jonah, like I was fighting it, and running and fighting it and running. And eventually I said, OK, Lord, like I'm going to submit because you keep coming at me with this thing. And like there must be something there that you want me to do and want me to see. So I submitted. And when I submitted, let me tell you. He changed my heart because there was nothing that else that I wanted to do. Once I started doing it, I was doing a homeless ministry, so I converted a bunch of my places over to 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 help, you know, the men and women. I used to I call them the my Christian men and women's homes, and that's what I did. I was doing Bible studies, and, and I still have it today. But I'm not involved every day like i was then but for four years four or five years that's all i did all day long in my real estate i didn't i didn't even i didn't even think about that stuff but he kept blessing me because he kept growing my portfolio by four or five six seven eight units a year without me doing anything it just was falling in my lap but that's all i was, i wanted to do and um and so with that here's a transition my around after about the fourth fifth year like I was you know I'm asking there was some things that started taking its toll on my family from a spiritual perspective and because it was a lot it was a lot going on and um and I was asking Lord for, for about six months like this is what you want me to keep doing like like how do you want like I'm not gonna just throw this back at you because you gave it to me it's yours so help me to see and, um, you know, and I had people, can you mentor me in real estate? I had my pastor friend, could you help me? My, you know, people. and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that stuff no more. Like, this is what I do. And, um, but I still had real estate, right? That right. was it. But then I'm asking a question, asking a question, asking a question. And then my oldest daughter graduated from college and she said, dad, I want to work with you in real estate. Oh,
2: it, it,
1: hey it's a baby the babies have a way of doing it right there you go girl so, so listen i said okay lord there it is there it is so i brought someone in to help me with the homeless ministry that had a heart for the men and the women that did a lot of the day-to-day stuff that i was doing before and um and and so they did that and then i came in and i said come on sweetie so i taught her it was now it, it, it's about building legacy remember yep, that right? Absolutely. It's legacy is what can 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 go what's going to go on well after me mm-hmm. right and it, and it wasn't necessarily the money but it was about the wisdom and about the resources so that they understand that in order for them to do what they really called to do they don't have to be on a hamster wheel punching that clock for somebody else yeah right? That and 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 so I, you know, I'm mentoring her, showing her she's doing a great job. She's understanding how to do flips and rehabs and all this stuff. And 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 I'm like, okay, let's put the brakes on for a little bit. You've done a great job, but this is not what we're gonna be doing. Right. Because like this is pretty it's pretty, it's still complicated stuff. And that means in order to really grow this thing, I gotta still be spending a lot of time away from the things that are most important to me. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, So I said, this Airbnb thing, I've been hearing some things about it. I wanna do some tests on it just to check it out because like I'm hearing some things. And you know, at that time, I mean, I know real estate like the back of my hand, so I'm not worried about that, but I don't know anything about Airbnb. So I got a a learning curve there. Mm -hmm. So I tested a few things and it was working. she goes, dad, it's not gonna work. I tested it, it worked. I tested it again, it worked. I'm like, there's something here. Within literally within, you know, the first six months, First, I kind of cheated. I I used a couple of my own places in the beginning. (laughs) And then I'm like, there's something there's something here like but I don't want to I can't just convert all my places. um, But and I don't want to go out and start buying properties. So the same way I helped to grow my homeless ministry, maybe I'll use the same concept. Maybe I'll start leaving some of the places and see if that worked. And I did it and it worked. And so I started using, you know, we went from zero to twenty one listings in, in nine months. And so mm-hmm. and
0: that's kind yep. of the last thing I, I remember saying. Yeah. Gotcha. So what popped in so let's let's fast forward to today. Okay. Um, you know, the whole like because you know, the first thing I thought when I saw this on Facebook, I oh, wait, this is a scam, you know, that they're, they're trying to how can I make some money without owning a property? Of course. You know, the first thing I'm skeptical, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure lots of other people uh, were as well. Break that down. How you discovered that that would be, you know, profitable for you. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Know? Well, I mean,
1: the way I discovered it would be profitable, as I mentioned, like I, I, I had already tested, number one, what what um, that, that Airbnb, like the money that we make, the way I do it with Airbnb, number one. It's it's more than what I would normally make on my rent. So, for instance, like when I do Airbnb the way we do it, because like my my and I'll show you later when we share the screen if you want 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 to see it. Yeah. And in fact, I mean, we could do that now if you want. Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, let's do that, and that that'll help me. I can talk through it a little bit. So, okay. uh, uh, let's see. Share window screen. I'm going to share entire screen, and boom, allow. So So I like where you're going
2: here. You're you're, you're about to say you're making more money than you were making on your rents, which I think is awesome because usually you were thinking where I thought you were going is it was more of the freedom that you were getting from Airbnb. But now you're saying it's twofold. You're getting not only the freedom, but you're also bringing in more.
1: Bringing in more. I'm getting the freedom. It ain't like, like, Airbnb, you hear you hear my vernacular. It ain't so it's not like you know, it's not like you know, being a landlord. Like after when I say I tested, like testing when I tested, I wanted to test to see a couple of things. Like, is it you know how much work is involved? Um, I wanted to test to see um how much I'm gonna be making. Like, is this thing scalable? You remember I told when I told my daughter, let's put the brakes on for a bit because the stuff that I'm teaching you and showing you now, in order for me to, in order for us to really do this thing, and, and and if I were to do more and more of it, is it gonna, is it still gonna support those four things that are most important to me? Right. And so from an Airbnb perspective, when I look, it does, because if I do it right, like the way I was seeing it, if, you know, I'm, I'm gonna not have to take so much time away from my wife and kids, I'm not gonna have to be able to take so much um, time away from the ministry that, I, that, that I'm that i called to do. I'm not going to have to take so much time away from. You know, and at that time, I wasn't really coaching and training, um, but we still enjoyed traveling. But my thought process was like, and this is how I look at everything. like, w- Like, not what is, what can it, like, can this thing be done without me? Like, once no. I get it to a certain point, like, can I get it to operate without me? And if I can get it to operate without me, that means now it's unlimited to how much I can do it. Right. And so that was it. Like that was my mindset when I thought about it. And, um, and the answer was yes. So when we got to that first 21 listings, like, can you see my screen? Yeah. All right. So just to give you a little idea, like this is my, one of my live Airbnb accounts, one of them and last year i did $145,000 in this account in this account however what the expectation was before covid was that i'd be around 170-180,000 in this account mm. and um and and so in april may june um where most airbnb hosts ended up at zero because when covid hit everybody was canceling and airbnb was refunding everybody's money And they were doing it based on what they called a um, extenuating circumstances. So the way our the way it works, like my my cancellation policy on Airbnb is is a strict cancellation policy, which means when you book, you got 48 hours. If it's within two weeks, if it's two weeks or less, you got 48 hours to cancel and you get a full refund. After that, there's no refund. Well, when people were canceling because of COVID Airbnb said we have, we could care less about what our cancellation policies are. Everybody's getting their money back. So people were losing their shirts with Airbnb because they, you know, before they would have to contact you and say, are you willing to do the refund and all that stuff? They were saying, I don't care if you're willing or not. Boom, we're taking everything. And people were just at zero. So for us though, we didn't go to zero in April, May and June. And the reason being is because our, our bread and butter is not vacation travelers, right? Our bread and butter is not tourists. And so here's the concept I want you to understand for a second. And hopefully I'm gonna get to that answer that you asked earlier. The concept is what we do and in real estate, it's called your niche. Like our niche, and it's not just real estate, but you know, in anything. Like, what's your niche? Like, what do you focus on? What's your specialty? And what our specialty is is business travelers. Business travelers, and here's another part of of our specialty. It's not only business travelers, but we do shared housing. And so, why does that make a difference? Well, when our business travelers were when when COVID hit. Everybody that was canceling were, you know, they were vacationers. They were tourists.
2: Yep, for sure. Right?
1: And and they weren't trying to do any more vacations or tourists because they shut the world down. Mm-hmm. Right, No one was traveling for those reasons. However, there were still people out there that had to operate their, their businesses. For instance, the hospitals, the universities, even though, you know, even though people weren't able to still, you know, it um you know stay on campus. The university still had to operate. You know they, they the the utility companies and most of the people that are coming in and operate that are you many of the people. Let me change that. Many of the people that were that were um uh, critical to operating those 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 companies, those businesses, those entities they were not all locals. Many of them were traveling in from different parts of the country and different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And the question is, where were they staying? In many cases, they were staying with people like myself and my students where we had places just for them, right? Where it wasn't hotels because they were still trying to socially distance. Mm -hmm. That's right. right. And so they were still staying with us. And as you can see, like back in Know in July, we started getting back to where I should have been back in April and May. In July, I ended the month at fifteen thousand seven hundred seventy dollars. In August, I ended the month at nineteen thousand two twenty one in this account. In September, fifteen thousand one twenty three. In October, seventeen thousand two hundred six. In November, twelve thousand eight eighty. In December, fourteen thousand two fifty four. Now, let's take a quick peek at so. So, again. I was expecting to be at 170, 180 in this account. I'm not complaining because we were still blessed, still made a lot of money, but mm-hmm. it's just not what we were expecting. Now forward fast to January, 2021. If you look, the account so far for the year is at 29,736. So we're, and for the month, I'm over, I'm just under 16,000 for the month, right? So, So think about that. So right now we're already tracking in this same account to do that one seventy one eighty 180 for the year or more, right? Because we're not doing business. I'm sorry, we're not doing, our, our bread and butter is not um, vacation, travel. vacation travel. Now, here's the other thing I said, we do shared housing. Remember I told you about the um, the homeless ministry that I did, my Christian yeah, men's yeah. homes and my Christian women's homes. That's what I have. Well, that was all shared housing. It was all shared housing. And, and, and that was where my daughter was saying, Dad, this won't work. Because I said, you know what, if we could do shared housing with Airbnb, when you do it right, it's going to make a lot of sense. Now, something I didn't know about Airbnb that I do know now that made it very natural for it to work was that most people that do Airbnb, they don't do it. They, they what they do with Airbnb is they're just you know a mom and a dad or whatever that has mm-hmm. some extra space in their home and when people come to stay in their place they're staying where the people actually live they're just coming to stay in one of their their rooms or whatever and and mm-hmm. experience what you know the 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 whatever they're, they're they're here for and that's it right well we're doing essentially the same thing but the difference is it's only our business travelers and I don't live there. So what we found was that the business travelers, their mindset is, if I could just have a nice, safe, clean, affordable space where I can lay my head when I'm in town, where I can shower and maybe eat, and I'm in an environment with other like-minded people that are going to have the same consideration for them, for me, that I'm having for them while I'm there, then that's perfect. And that's what we do. So we got, so what they do is when they come in, they're sharing the general, the, the common areas of the kitchen, in some cases, the bathroom, the living room, but they, their room is private. Okay. So yeah. what made me think that, while you know, from a rental perspective, it could work well from a financial perspective, it made sense because when I did it that way, now, the revenue when you do it properly the revenue i was making two and three times more than what i would make on a normal rental for renting that whole place out
0: mm.
1: wow. and most owners they don't know how to use do airbnb and make and do airbnb this way and most owners are like you know i was a i'm a landlord i've been a landlord for 30 years so i understand like we're we're pretty you know, we got our blinders on, we stay in our lane. We don't really, we're not trying to really learn or do anything different. Like we, this is what we do. This is what we focus on traditional rentals. Well, Mm -hmm. here we go. Now it's non-traditional where I'm not a landlord anymore, but if, if I'm making two and three times as much as I would make when I'm renting, then I can rent properties. I could still pay that landlord their normal rent, and guess what? I'm making as much, if not more than what they're making. Wow. And, and this is legal. This it's, is legal. Very, it's very legal. All our landlords know what we're doing.
2: That's what they're, I was going to say. They know
1: yeah, what you're doing. They know what we're doing. It's fine. It's very legal. Right. It's because I'm the tenant and they understand that I'm using that property. And my students, they use their properties, their properties to host their, their guests and their clients when they come into town. That's it. And so we have like we have control. We don't have to report to anyone. All we're doing is, you know, these places when people are coming in, they're ready. They're they're always ready for people to come and go. And they're they the, the landlords love us because you know what we essentially did for them. We essentially give them a passive income investment because they're not worried about maintenance or anything like that, taking care of places unless it's a major a major repair that has to be done. Other than that, like our places are better when, when we get them and when they get them back than they were when they first gave them to us. Why? Because we, we always have our professional folks in there taking care of the places, making sure people, the places are ready when people come and when people leave. Right. So they're always on point. Right. So that, that's in the landlords after a couple, couple months, they're, they're literally trying to give us everything that they got.
2: <laughs> wow. Right? So
1: that's how this thing works. And um and and from a casual perspective, here's the other thing I love so much about it is not only is it scalable from that perspective because we have a system where we're not chasing landlords. We don't have to negotiate rents, like landlords actually reach out to my students, whatever area you're in, whether you're in Chicago or or Texas, or you're in um, um, Seattle or, or San Fran, like the landlords, New York, like the landlords actually reach out to you in your areas to see if you wanna lease their space Oh my god! That's crazy. This, I need in on this. How do they yeah.
2: hear, How do they know to reach out to you?
1: <clears throat> so that's part of the system. So, so one of the things that uh-huh. Trey, <laughs> that's one of the things that Trey was talking about earlier. Like we, I have a system that it's about keeping it simple, right? And part of that is how we reach out. I mean, how 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 they come to know that we even exist.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And 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 we do that using a platform called Zillow and we do that literally like we're not running around chasing like they come to know how we exist. And there's a template that I give all my students that I help them um, modify. And with that template, then the landlords know. And then with that template, they begin to reach out to us and invite us out to take a look at their places and only landlords that fit our formula. And our formula is if we're not making any if we're not making 2 to 3 times more than what the rent is then we don't want anything to do with it so so for instance if you're paying you know, if you're paying, you know, $1800 for a place, if you're not keeping anything between $1800 and $3600 in your pocket after you pay your rent, like we don't touch it. Like there's you don't want anything to do with that. And so no you're not even going to be hearing from landlords that ha- don't have places that fit that 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 formula. Only landlords that fit that formula will reach out. And I don't even know these guys. Like they're just people in your area that that um that will be reaching out and when my students get enrolled, literally within 24 hours after getting enrolled in the program, landlords are reaching out to them. That's how it works. That's how fast it works. So, the other thing that I love so much about Airbnb, when, I, when the way we do it the passive income side is that Airbnb makes electronic funds transfers into my mm-hmm. account mm-hmm. pretty much mm-hmm. every day. And so like for instance yesterday,
2: every day.
1: Pretty much every day. So yesterday was the 17th, they deposited uh $983 into my account in this in this account. Um, the day before that, they made uh, a couple deposits totaling just about eighteen hundred and forty, you know, thirty forty dollars. The day before that, they made another deposit, a couple more deposits totaling about three hundred and fifty dollars. The day before that, um, they made a couple more deposits totaling about two hundred and fifty six dollars. The day before that, they made another one of five hundred and seventy one dollars. Before that, they made another one of $1,221.21. Another one um, before that of uh, of $784. That was on the 11th. They skipped wow. the date. So now on the 9th, they made an, a couple more of about $240, uh, $230, $40. On the 8th, they made another one of $695.87. <laughs> the 7th, $366. On the 6th, $180. On the 5th, they did a couple more of about uh, $470, uh, $440 on the 4th. Um, uh, seventy nine dollars on the third. Um, actually, they made a couple. I think on the third. Let me just real quick. Yeah, it, yeah, it's showing just to give you an idea. So on the third, yeah, they did. They made two deposits on the third, totaling about fifteen hundred and 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 thirty dollars on the second. Wow. Uh, thirteen hundred and seventy dollars on the first. Wow. Four hundred four. So you got the like the point. Like other than a day here or there, maybe where they skip the day, it's every day now. Here's the thing when I start talking about keeping it simple, this is where it blow it'll blow your mind kind of because we're not when I want to add another place to the portfolio, I'm not going into my reserves and pulling out two or three hundred thousand dollars to go buy another property. All I'm doing is going into my electronic funds transfers this week and I'm only paying first month's rent and security deposit to pick up another one, right? So all that is is a couple of these deposits, and I got another one that adds to the portfolio.
2: Wow. 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 Works. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's how it works. So when it comes to Airbnb passive income, like I love this stuff because it it um you know it it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Not just for me, but my students, when they set up their accounts,
0: it's the same way. It it works the same way. So we're on Zillow. What do we do? while we're on Zillow, you know, is is it a, a complicated procedure to recruit people to get these Airbnbs, or uh, or is it relatively pretty easy?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you when you start talking about like recruiting, I'm not recruiting anybody. Neither are mm-hmm. you, right? So basically, what you're doing on Zillow, if you want, I could show you real quick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's see. So,
2: yeah,
1: uh, absolutely. So um so when you go on Zillow, like there's now there is a formula, like you don't just go on Zillow, like there is a formula and and based on the time we have, I can't really get too deep into that, but but there's a formula that we use on um using Airbnb to determine, you know, what what you can actually make in an area. So in for instance, Chicago, I mean I have students out in Chicago that that are doing it. I got students all you know in in, in um in Texas and California, I mean, they're all over. Um, and but when I look, I go on Airbnb and I get a feel for number one, I determine how much I can get for my place again on um, on Airbnb per night. Right. So I'll, let me I'll give you I'll give you a real quick tutorial. Is that all right?
0: No I might as well.
1: Right? I might as well. What, what the hey. So. <laughs> all right. So. So for instance, like when I look on Airbnb and I see in Chicago area, you know, um, and, I, and I know the numbers like right now, Chicago is is a little bit adjusted for for COVID. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it it is a little bit adjusted, but I go on Chicago, I go into Chicago and I'm seeing, okay, per night, I'm getting anywhere between. So you scroll down, you got $30 a night. He's got 13 reviews. You got $23 a night, um, 23 reviews. You got, um, $41 a night, 258 reviews. That makes sense. $40 a night, 15 reviews, $35 a night. So somewhere between uh, $42 a night, 115 reviews, right? So here's the thing it's telling me for my rooms i can get anywhere between say 35 and and right now with the adjustments of covid about $45 a night so let's just use $40 as a as as our our median right yeah. and so if i'm getting $40 a night for one of my places um that isn't for the whole place if i got a 3 bedroom house or apartment I'm gonna take that $30, I'm gonna take that three bedrooms and I'm gonna multiply it times, let's say 40. Um, And it's telling me that when all those rooms are occupied, I'm gonna be bringing in $120 a night, right? And if I multiply that times 30, that means, um, you know, for the month, the most I could bring in is 3,600. So.
0: And this is based off you charging by the room.
1: For the room, because yes, let me let me do that again. Share, so 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 forty dollars a night is telling me that I can make per room, right? Mm-hmm. And remember, these are my business travelers in my shared housing environment. Forty dollars a night for a room. I got three rooms, so I multiply that times three. So for I'm sorry. So forty time. Let's clear everything and do it all over again. So forty mm-hmm. times three rooms. That's $120 that I'm going to yep. make on the whole house when everything is occupied for the night. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's 30 days in a month. So yep. I'm going to multiply that times 30. And wrong. So 120 times 30. telling me for the month, if everything is occupied, it's going to bring in $3,600. $3, right yes. now. I don't base our income off of thirty, off of hundred percent occupancy because, in most cases, you're you, you know you're not gonna have a hundred percent occupancy. And if you gotta, if you gotta, if you have to, if everything has to be perfect in order for you to make money, rule number one in real estate, then chances are you're not gonna make money because yep. real estate never goes, it never goes perfect. But what I typically do is I say, depending on the area, based on historically what what me and my students do, you should be averaging anywhere from eighty to 85, 90% occupancy when you you optimize the way I teach my students to optimize. Because here's the thing, like there's a big big part of doing Airbnb properly is not just putting a listing up and then thinking it's gonna work because that's what most people do. Mm -hmm. But my students, what they do is they model me exactly how I do it so that they get exactly the same results, right? And so Airbnb loves the way we optimize because when I optimize properly, then Airbnb, I don't have to market any of my listings. Airbnb sends us all the business travelers we need to keep our listings booked in full. But you have to optimize it properly. And that's a whole nother thing. But that's and a big
2: part. That. You teach that in your coaching courses.
1: Definitely. Right. So what happens is when you optimize what's going to happen is Airbnb, you're going to, you should on average be doing at least about 80 in Chicago because you have such a high, Um. Uh, it's It's a high demand area. There's a lot of population, high population, high demand. You're going to get, you're going to be between more like 85 and 90% in places like where I'm at in in Rochester, New York, you're going to be somewhere between 85, and I mean, 80 and 90. So I I use about, I use 85 as my, as my, um, my benchmark. So instead of a thousand, instead of a hundred percent in Chicago, I'm going to knock this down to 90%. So if I multiply that times 0.9, it's telling me that at 90% occupancy, I'm going to be bringing in $3,240, right?
2: Not too shabby.
1: Okay, not too, not too shabby, but don't forget there's rent. So let's go back to that $3,600. Mm-hmm. That's 100% occupancy. One of the things that me and my students um, are able to do is sleep very, very well at night, knowing that we'll never have to pay rent out of our pocket, <laughs> right? So because when you optimize properly, then what we do is we also use the formula to say to tell us what we can pay for rent. And what I typically do in like New York City and in, in high and tr- high high population areas with high demand, um, we go anywhere from 45 to 50 percent, right, to, to dictate to determine how much we can pay for rent so that we'll know that when this place is properly when our listings are properly optimized, we can do that much. We could do that in our sleep. Like it's not a problem. We'll never have to worry about doing you know, having enough cash flow to pay our rent. And so, but on normal areas like where I'm at, it's typically around 35, 40%. So in Chicago, let's go, let's go 50, let's go 45% here. So if I do, if I knock this down to 45%, multiply that 3,600 by Mm 0.45, it's telling me that I can pay about $1,600 for a three bedroom over there. So let's take a quick peek. Now, give or take a, little, a few dollars. But let's take a real quick peek on Zillow and see what the 3 bedrooms are going for in Chicago. So we go to Chicago. Shot and down.
2: this is whether it's going to be a home or it's going to be a condo. Doesn't matter.
1: Okay. Doesn't matter. Right, doesn't matter. So we're gonna do that home, apartment, doesn't matter. And and we we got three plus bedroom on here as far as one of our filters and we're filtering from low to high. Now, this is what's gonna dictate where you're gonna be. A lot of times this is where people mess up. They think, man, if I do this, you know, I want to be by the water, I want to be downtown, I want to be like no, that's not how you do it because now you're 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 thinking about the wrong thing and you're you're putting yourself in a box. It's the numbers that dictate where we're going to be as long as it's one not in a war zone because when our guests come, we don't want them to feel like they're not safe, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And we also don't want to be in the best part of town either why? Because it won't fit formula. Right. But as long as it's a decent area, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it works. Right. So the numbers are what dictates. So as we look at the numbers, the numbers told us that we could pay up to sixteen hundred twenty dollars for a rental in this nice. area. So we're going to look and we're scrolling down and we're looking. There's a number of properties here that tell that are way below sixteen hundred. Right, I don't know the areas, but for instance, if this twelve hundred dollar one, three bed, one bath, it's in a decent area. I don't know, it's a condo. It might make sense, right? You're you're gonna know your areas in your own area, and yep, then yep. you're gonna dip, you're gonna say, okay, I like that area, it's a decent area. This is a four bedroom, two bath for twelve fifty, right? Here's another one, three bedroom, twelve fifty. So let's just imagine twelve fifty is what we end up paying, right? Mm-hmm. If we're bringing in thirty two hundred forty dollars at, at, at 90% occupancy and I subtract when I'm paying for rent 1200, I think 1250, I think we said it was 1250. Yeah, yeah. That means I'm going to be keeping $1,990 in my pocket every time, every month after I pay my rent. I, mm-hmm. like, I it. like it. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. So, <laughs> so because I got a lot of them, I got a lot of them. I love it. So. So and my students love it too. and and that's how that works. So then what we do is we say, okay, based on the template that I give you. And in fact, if you guys if your students are interested in the template, this is what they can do. If they go over to jimgcoachitclub.com, go to Jim G. Coaching Club.com, Um, you go onto the the um, to the website and on the front page, in fact, I'll show you real quick. I'll put it on there jimgcoachclub.com. Boom. On the front page, there's there's that guy. And then um, and then um, you get to see some of my student testimonials and things and what people yes. are actually doing. Right. But here you could download the free cheat sheet. Right. Everything wow. I'm showing you is in there. You could go ahead and download the free cheat sheet and that'll give you the template that I'm talking about. Now, one of the things that my students actually get, my students get is when they download the cheat sheet. They're not getting that one. it's a little bit different than when they get because it's part of the academy. And when they they go and they they fill it out, they all send me their cheat sheet when they get it, their template. And that template, I go in, I look at it, and I tweak it so that they get oh, maximum results. Nice. So I personally tweak it because as a landlord, I already know what we're looking for and what you don't, you know, how you want, what you want to say and what you don't want to say, not necessarily you don't want to say it not because you're you're being um evasive but sometimes people have a tendency to just talk too much right or or they have a tendency to say some things that make people think you know if this person is sending me this and he's saying all this it's a scam like no Mm -hmm. you it's not a scam but you got to know how to engage them initially so that they they reach back out to you Yeah. yeah Right? Sure. And, and that's what we do. And um, and so literally within 24 hours after after um after they join the academy, they have their cheat seat. I get it, it's template is done, and then they have landlords reaching out because this is what they do. They take that template that they, they use that I tweaked for them and sent back to them. They go into one of those listings, and um and then what they do is they go request a tour, they click add a message. They paste, they copy paste that that language in there, boom, mm, geez, and they geez, hit geez, send yeah, to a request. Right? They hit send to a request. They do and what we what we call is 10 a days. Like my students we call them a ten a, they are 10 a days. So you don't really want to be sending out 50, 30, 60, 70 of these messages a the day. You only keep it to about 10 of them. Right. And yep, and then yep. what you want to do is you want to hit save on here so that you know which ones you've sent. Mm-hmm. And and then that's it. And then you go about your business. That should typically take you about 20 minutes in the morning, 20, 30 minutes. You do it early in the morning and the rest of the day, you're just chilling and, and your landlords are reaching back out to you and, and inviting you out, the ones that are interested in what we're doing. And I just spend a work. lot
2: of time on Zillow because I'm moving in a week. So, so. Yeah. yeah, you can run through like that, that side really quickly. Like,
1: quickly. Yeah, real quick. So 20 minutes in the morning and that's it. And And then literally by the end of the week, You've already met. And, and one of the things I, I do is we, you know, with Airbnb Passive Income, one of the things I do with my students is I teach them that, number one, there's five phases that come with this 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 stuff. Like, like five phases. The first phase is getting that first property in the first 14 to 21 days when you do it the way we do it. That's, again, only properties that are giving you two to three times what the rent is every month. So that's how we're able to build and gain financial freedom and independence so quickly. Why? Because even though we don't own the place, we're making as much or more than what the landlords are making, Mm. right? And then because we're leasing and not buying, our return on investment is 100% a month. That's over 1,000% return on investment every year. That's how we build generational wealth, right? And change generational cycles. Why? Because- you know think about it it's like going into an atm if you went to an atm and you deposited a dollar and you got two or three back out how many times would you do that <laughs> as many times as you can right yes it's, it's the same thing right so that's what we do and then once you do that like we don't wait until you got keys in your hands like part of the thing and i tell people this all the time and my kids like if you're trying to be successful at anything what I call, and this is why my program is called the accelerator, Airbnb Accelerator, the, the accelerated way, the fast track way to, to get to success on anything that you're doing. If you can find someone that you like and trust that will that has had significant success in that thing that you're interested in, and they're actually doing it, it's not something they learned on YouTube or just read a book, but they're really doing it, and you can get them to take you under their wing. and and not just talk to you about it, but show you exactly what they're doing and how they do it so that you can model exactly what they do so that you can get the same results. You got it. That's it. That will accelerate. There's no trial and error. There's no no figuring out as you go. There's no reinventing the wheel. Does that make sense? This makes perfect (laughs) sense. So the way we do it is I'm hand holding (laughs) you through it's like what I do with my students, as I told you, that's part of the thing that like I only have four things that are on my list that are important to me. And I spend a lot of time with my students hand holding them through every step of the process, every phase where they're modeling exactly what I do. And I do that personally. Right. So I handhold them through that so that they can for a couple of reasons. One, I want them to understand this stuff like the back of their hand for so that no one can ever take it from them. Number two, so that they're not dependent on anyone. And so and number three, so that. They can duplicate it and do it again and do it again and do it again. Once they got their first place is generating income, now they could do it again, do it again. And here's the benefit of that. Because it's simple, like the way we put it together, because it's simple, you doing it again and again, the only person, the only thing that isn't that that determines how much you can grow and how wide you can grow is the vision that God's given you, not me for you or anyone else that's putting limitations on what you can do. Mm-hmm. right it's based on that and then here's the other thing when we start talking about legacy all my kids all of them do airbnb why because it's not complicated it's simple and they watch that they're watching and they're going dad like this like this is fun it seems like fun and it is cuz it's not like being a landlord right, and so right, now right. you're able to take that and pass it on yeah. to others that you care and you love care about and you love and and now with them the reason why Like for me, it makes such a big deal that they're doing it is because it's about, about again, that legacy. Well, that gift, like all our kids are all talented. Like we as parents, we can see the gifts that God's blessed our kids with. Like if we're watching, a lot of times people say, oh, that's just a parent being a parent. No, like we could see it. Sometimes it's just not ever developed the way it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. in many cases it's because they're so stuck doing all this other stuff and when you're on that hamster wheel now let me let me let me make something clear If they're called to be punching a clock, if they're called to be doing that, I'm not I'm going to be the I'm going to be the one encouraging encouraging them to do what they're called to do. But yeah. if they're yeah. only doing it yeah. because they're trying to pay the bills and they don't know any other way, then there's a problem. Correct. Yeah. Then there is a problem. When they now have their time like my kids, like my daughter, my youngest daughter, she just graduated in May. She has her, her Airbnb. She just got back from Aruba a couple months ago. She was in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. She's headed to Alaska, right? Like in that, she does a punch a clock. She's, it's just her Airbnb income. And the beauty of it is now she's able to see, now I see what mom's doing. Now I see what, dad, I, what dad's doing. I see, understand what they're talking about and the gifts that God's blessed me with. I can see how I can take this take those gifts and make really my mark on the world the way I'm I love it, do. love it. That's what this is about, right? This is it. where all my students, it's not about just us making a bunch of money. Like I said, and living like pigs it's about, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us.
2: So if uh, folks just go to gym, coaching.com, there's the way to contact you and do everything from that site for them to get started, for someone to get started on their own journey.
1: Look, they go here they can do that and then they scroll down tells them shows them some of the stuff my students are doing and nice. then if they want to hook up with me and 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 you know um schedule a, a one-on-one they you know they just hit you know they they got a button on there where they can schedule a meet a session with me and i'll 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 even you know um jump on with them and um not necessarily short
0: uh Because that was the next question I was going to ask because I know after people are watching this, they want to know how to become one of your students, sensei. You know?
1: (laughs) So you jump on there. There's a bunch of questions and answers that a lot of times people have. Um, You jump on there. What I would recommend is that you go on. um, You you can message me from there. Um, There's also, oh, there's also, um, when you go on, there's also going to be a page that, like a workshop. So you go jimgcoacherclub.com. Oh. And on the bottom, it says, I, what I recommend you do, because here you can set appointment from there too. But this is what I would recommend you do. Um, on the cheat sheet, go ahead and download that cheat sheet. And then what I'll also do is um, my system will send you an email and it's going to it's gonna um, show you how you can um, go into one of my webinars and check out the, you know, the webinar and, yeah. and that. And then when you do that, then you'll get a, a, a lot better background about how this stuff works. And then from there, you'll be able to schedule an appointment with me. Just go on the website, schedule an appointment. There'll be stuff in there. You can do that. And 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 mention when you mention when you do this, mention Trey and Alex. And then I'll know where you came from. And then from there, um, you know, I'll make sure, you know, I take, you know, extra special care of you as well. All right. Yeah. But
0: that's what's up. Man, man. <laughs> So many, so many gems, gems and so little time. So time. Yeah, was that helpful? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, very, 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 man. We appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule to give us an hour to just uh, enlighten people on how they can make, and that's the thing, non-residual income. Like, you know, keep it coming. I mean, residual income. Residual, keep, yeah. keep, it, keep it coming. Keep it coming while I'm just chilling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. Uh, once again, jimgcoachingclub.com. Uh, make sure you guys hit him up. Become a student if you like, and uh, he has all of the keys of your success of uh, in 2021 and making money and profiting off an Airbnb that you don't even own. Don't even own. Thank Jim. you, Jesus. Thank you so
2: much. This is awesome. We, yes, we indeed.
0: yes, indeed. Yes, Thank indeed. Yes, indeed. So we're here every single Wednesday. Thank you so very much for uh, checking us out. I'm Trading Chocolate Jock.
2: I'm Alex Dupree. Deucey.